This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Saturday, 13 January, in the year of our Lord, 2024. It is a historic day. The people of Taiwan have voted for their freedom. As Mike Lindell said, they're an example for the world. They did with paper ballots. They started, they got organized and know how to count during the day. Uh, They got double checks, triple checks. It was all counted, hand counted, and presented, you know, a couple hours after the polls closed. And Bob's your uncle. It's a lesson to all of us, Mike Lindell, with all these fancy machines and all this crap they've got and all these accumulators and all this, all this crap, you get back to paper ballots, same-day voting, hand count, boom. Here's one of the most controversial elections in human history, human history, as they stand up to a, a dictatorship with an advanced military 90 miles off the shore that they've told them, you vote for freedom, you're going to war. And they do it and bang. All done, no questions, nobody complaining, done. It, it should be embarrassing to us in the United States that we have to have these examples, Lindell. But, Mike, I, I am pressed for time. I got to say, of all that, you're the number one story in the world, and it's not about your thoughts on Taiwanese elections and how you dedicate your life. Essentially, Fox, let me just cut to the chase. You know, there was a lawyer that accused you of selling lumpy pillows and not really having an 800 number to deal with it, and you let him have the old what for on a, on a famous videotape, Fox spokesman, who will not give their name, is being reported everywhere. This is The reason they're blocking you is nothing to do with Trump, nothing to do with Iowa, nothing to do with what people think about you and election fraud, everything, is that you're a deadbeat and you're just not paying your bills over at Fox. Uh, what is the truth there, sir? Well, here's, here's the truth, Steve, and I, I talked to an Associated Press report last night. Um, everybody, uh, since 2014, my pillow has been buying an average of a million dollars worth of week, uh, media on Fox a week, million dollars worth of commercials. So, and we have a 12, about a 12-week credit line. So at any given time, we own $12 million. That's a rolling credit line. Well, in November, Fox came to us and said, uh, or came to my media buyers, I don't deal with them directly, and they said, we want your credit line. We want to squish it down to an eight-week credit line. So we did that. And uh, we, we bought our media as we buy like normal in December. We bought about $1.2 million a week, paid them every week at the beginning of the week like normal. And uh, then they came last week on Wednesday and said, no. And by the way, we're down to $7.9 million now, well within our credit line. And they cancel us for no reason. Now they say, do you still owe money? Well, yeah, you owe money when you when they cancel you. You owe your credit line whenever it's out there. So it's very simple, Steve, but they're using a narrative saying, well, you owe us money. Well, and, and Fox has not disputed since this came out today. What I what I just said is exactly 100% true. And uh, so there's a reason, you know, you just went from $12 million down to 7.9 in five weeks. 
and my pillow's within the credit line, better than ever, the lowest money ever owed to Fox in probably 10 years, and all of a sudden you cancel us and there's not another agenda? There's another agenda, Steve, and it's going to come out. Okay, fine. So you're saying that this is all a lie. You, you've paid them up, uh, and this is purely because you're so well-known in Iowa. You're known as a Trump surrogate, uh, and they just don't want to have you on Fox over this uh, vital, critical weekend. Is that well, basically your case? A couple, I, I would say it's a combination of three things. They don't want me. Yes, I'm a, I'm a big – when you see me, you think Donald Trump and the Iowa's the votes on Monday. Also, right up to the election, everybody, my ads are on Fox every day. And you're seeing me and they, they go, hey, we're not going to put up with it this year. Um, we're leading up to the election. And, and uh, the other thing could be we had a Lou Dobbs last Monday on Lindell TV. And his first interview was Donald Trump. Maybe they're afraid of competition, Steve. I, you know, I gave that a thought, too. Um, our polls were way. I mean, our viewership was huge that night. And maybe they said, you know what? Enough of Mike Lindell. They made it. Do we really want them the money for my pill, just like they did with Tucker when they benched their best hosts and still paid them, put them on the bench? Now they bench their best advertiser and put it on the bench. It doesn't make sense. Everybody can make up their own minds out there what they did. It's disgusting. Okay. My pill is up. My pillow is an employee-owned company, and they they don't deserve this because their CEO is out there trying to secure our election and save our country. Okay, so so TV for stupid people are not going to get the specials on uh, from uh, from my pillow. What are you going to do for the war room posse? They're 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 on the edge of their seats right now to in, in, in anticipation. Right. Well, we're going to give them all the specials and the best one. You guys were keeping going the my pillow two point oh. That's what all my American, all my USA workers make, and there it is right there. 20, this is the one that made my pillow famous. Only it's the my pillow 2.0, where we added the temperature technology to it. Twenty nine ninety eight for the queen size, king size five dollars more. We're going to keep that free shipping for the war room posse on your whole entire order using promo code war room eight hundred eight seven three one zero six two. All my operators, you guys are it now, War Room Posse. You guys, you guys have supported us, and we're going to keep the specials coming to you. On the website, all of the stuff there, the flannel sheets, the, the down comforters are the best comforters ever. Um, the, uh, I'll tell you, if you're in Iowa right now, get a hold of this. I mean, it's cold. It's up where I was up in North Dakota, and I just told my friend, or my friends called minus 26 yeah. degrees. Get the flannel sheets. Get the beds, the toppers, all that. Uh, your whole order, I'm going to ship it for free. It's on me. And Steve, uh, wait, I My can't pillow thank doc- you yeah. No, our audience has your back, dude, particularly if it's Fox versus War Room. We'll take that fight. 800-873-1062 is the number. Tell the operators we got their back. If you go online, it's MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Sir, thank you very much. Keep fighting. We're heavy back on here. We know you're a huge surrogate for President Trump, and Iowa is Monday. Look forward to having you back, Mike. All right. Thank you. The Fox audience's loss is the Worms audience gain. Get on it today. All the free shipping, all the massive discounts, big sales, just incredible. Rosemary Jenks now joins us. Rosemary, um, because you came on and you've taken your analytical ability, you had a Numbers USA and put it into your new organization where you're holding people accountable. Um, this audience got up on the ramparts and let Langford know. But just walk us through what's happened. This is now explosive. I think Langford and these guys actually say there's not going to be any part with the Ukraine bill. It's very uncertain. 
But one thing we can tell you, it was your expose of what Langford's treason to the country, sellout to the country, that's made this thing explode. Walk us through it. Well, so based on coming out and with all these details on your show and having your audience react to Langford, the Washington Times, Stephen Dynan, then started to uh, look into the story and contact Langford's office. And apparently Langford didn't like that. And so he complained to Mitch McConnell and McConnell's office reached out to me last night with a stern warning that I should basically shut up and be a good little girl and not talk about this plan until the text comes out and stop causing trouble. Those were the words they used, stop causing trouble. So my first thought was, let's go back on War Room and cause more trouble. No one has disputed a single detail of this. Look, the Washington Times piece, if we can get, if Denver can get that up, Steve Dynan is as good as they get. This guy is one of the best reporters in there, and it's a brutal piece. It essentially... From just just walk us through though the highlights of what Langford was doing here because it's so shocking. I think Laura Ingram actually had it up last night in a chart. If we put the chart up from Fox, walk us through what Langford was prepared to do to sell out this country. Well, the most egregious parts of it are that they are going. They plan to give immediate work permits to every illegal alien they release from custody. Which means not only are they going to continue catch and release. They're going to actually give them work permits, which is exactly what they're coming here for. The other truly outrageous part of it is that they create this new expulsion authority, but it doesn't kick in until the illegal encounters average over 5,000 a day for seven days. That means that it's okay to, to let in 4,999 illegal aliens every single day and no expulsion authority. And then if it goes over that for a seven-day average, then there's an expulsion authority if the DHS secretary wants to use it, which, of course, we know this one will not. But, I mean, it is, it's just insane to say that 5,000 illegal aliens a day is okay, is the expulsion authority even mandatory? Is it, is it just an option for the DHS secretary, or is it actually mandatory? Um, I am not entirely sure because, again, there is no text of this. This is all just you know right. what Langford himself is presenting to other senators and, and members of the House and so on. So all of it is unclear. It's unclear that they could even write text to do all these ridiculous things. But, I mean, you know, and— Honestly, it doesn't matter what else is in this bill. It doesn't matter if they are going to build the wall, which they're not, because if you're going to incentivize illegal immigration, you're going to get more illegal immigration. And if your standard is 5,000 a day, you're going to get 5,000 a day. Which is the the immediate work permits. There are millions of, of these folks here they've allowed in. You're saying they would give immediate work permits, <laughs> excuse me, to people uh, immediately. You would have millions of people into the workforce to compete with low-skilled jobs against African Americans and Hispanic American uh, in in the white working class immediately. Absolutely, absolutely, and the, you're absolutely right about this. The people it would hurt the most are minorities, poor Americans, the people who are working in low-wage blue-collar jobs. The people who can least afford it, that's who this is basically targeted at. It, it's just 
unbelievable that any Republican would go along with this. And now, you know, I'm being told by the the uh, minority leader to just shut up and don't talk about it until the, the text comes out, by which time it's too late. So I'm going to keep talking about it. You have to keep talking about it. It's, it's, an, it's an obscenity even to put this in text. This is yes. not secure. It's very simple. Close the border or shut down the illegitimate Biden regime. It's really quick. Just don't give him any money. This is not anywhere. Not only is it not this closing the border, this is exacerbating the problem. This is If you give one work permit to the folks that came through here, you know, with this phony amnesty, the, the phony asylum, you're going to have tens of millions. You and I would do it. The logic is we got to get to the United States before Trump gets back because we get in there. It's years before they got to check on us. We know that the, uh, the uh, inspector general says 75 percent of the people that came and track and don't even try to track. And I get a work permit. I've got a work permit. So I'm, I'm in I'm in Nirvana and I can actually work. Why would you not come? Of course you're going to come. You're going to come now before Trump comes back. Is there any flaw to my logic at all on that, Rosemary? No, you're absolutely right. And we are going to see, I mean, we've already seen record illegal immigration over the past three years. It's only going to get worse under this plan. I, I, it is, I just can't even you know, believe this. And I really hope that, that your followers will go to iaproject.org and you know, follow the links to our social media and tweet, continue to tweet at Senator Lankford and call his office and you know, make as much noise as possible. Again, the website is iaproject.org and you know, we need your help. By the way, is this the reason, Rosemary Jenks, after 30 some years you, you had to leave the analytical side over at Numbers USA and come to, to hold them accountable because of outrages like this? Absolutely. And, you know, this is this is something that someone needs to be shouting from the rooftop. And if that needs to be me, then I'm going to do it. Well, I can't pick a better person because of people's respect for you. Uh, one more time, where do people go, your social media and where they go over this weekend? Because we're up on the ramparts. I'm going to give the, a pep talk in the next block. Where, where do people go to follow you, ma'am? IAProject.org is the website, and you can see on the screen there, we've got all our social media linked through that, so you can find our Twitter page and our Facebook page and uh, all of the the uh, social media, and we really need people contacting Senator Lankford through Twitter over the weekend and then starting on Monday, calling his office, telling him to walk away from this deal. Walk away from this terrible deal. People in Oklahoma particularly. Thank you, uh, Rosemary, for taking time away. Folks in Oklahoma, the Sooners, got to get on this one. Short break. Back For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. 
Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. The fourth major category where the vaccines clearly cause injury and damage is autoimmunity. The human body recognizes the spike protein as non-human. And so the body attacks its own cells in an attempt to try to fight this. And because of this, the body then expresses markers of autoimmunity that now I routinely test in my practice, the anti-nuclear antibody, the ANA test, which is a test we do for systemic lupus, the anti-citrullated peptide test for rheumatoid arthritis, and then the ANCA test, the anti-neutral plasmic antibody test. These are now all proven in the peer-reviewed literature. These blood tests turn positive in response to the vaccine, and people develop a variety of autoimmune syndromes. One doesn't think of congressional hearings as being riveting or highly dramatic or giving you a sense that you're watching history in the making, usually. And this was, I literally could not move from my chair. I mean, I also think everyone should watch it absolutely from beginning to end. Um, It was so many critical things. Um, And yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene, whom I was always told when I read Legacy Media was a crazy woman, did a really impressive job, very stateswoman-like, convening and overseeing. Uh, She really understood what questions to ask. Um, It was so much more than just a hearing about vaccine injury, which by now a lot of people are aware is an issue. It was so much more than testimony about um, people who have uh, had chronic problems or died as a result of these injections. First, the first 45 minutes, I think, are going to go down in American history as a magisterial summary, especially by Dr. McCullough and Dr. Ryan Cole, um, of everything you've heard here over the last two years, but put together in one beautiful explanation for uh, for lay people, for non-scientists and non-medical people about exactly how this injection works, how it was developed to work, um, how it harms the body, what we're seeing in the harms to the body, and also um, what's wrong with the manufacturing process. They, they went into the DNA contamination. Um, they were so well informed. You know, uh, Naomi Wolf does this for a living as a communication expert. She was absolutely blown away, as I was. It was just historic. And her word, Mandra the first 45 minutes to an hour were so gripping. And for Naomi and I, we had talked after it happened before the show. She knows it cold. I know it well enough to host this show and bring in great people and ask at least, you know, somewhat questions that, that, uh, that, that kind of drive the conversation. We learned so much. It was incredible. Uh, Congressman Green, um, I want to get into this because it was historic yesterday, and we're trying to figure out how to do it, play its entirety, and maybe have commentary, et cetera. But I've just got to ask you, given the controversy we just heard with Rosemary Jenks, you've been one of the biggest fighters of, hey, 
it's not just no money for Ukraine to seal the border and stop this stop this invasion. It's we're not spending we're not getting the, we're not putting another penny into this government until we shut it down. Give me your assessment of Langford and the Senate Republicans that have been negotiating a deal that is actually going to make the invasion worse. In what universe does that make sense, ma'am? It, it makes sense in an America last globalist universe, Steve. Uh, I just put out on my Twitter account this morning. I, I mean, I'm literally a screaming no. This is not a border deal. This is a border surrender. This is exactly what it is. And I went into a very important meeting yesterday in Speaker Johnson's office after I had come on your show. And I brought up this deal uh, where Speaker Johnson basically pretended like he didn't know anything about it. And I explained that they wanted to put a limit at or a cap at 5,000 illegal aliens being allowed to come into our country every single day. And I told him that equates to 1.8 million illegal aliens allowed in the country every single day. They're going to give them work permits. They're going to allow them just free entry. And as AOC just recently said, they want amnesty because they want these people to be future Democrat voters. That's exactly what this plan is all about. It's not a border deal. It is a border surrender. And it would be a complete legalized invasion into the United States. If Speaker Johnson okays this deal and allows a vote on the House floor, um, trading $60 billion given to Ukraine uh, in order for this deal to happen, you can, you can forget it. No one will have confidence in him. It will be completely done. I'll vacate the chair, but the Democrats have already said they're going to protect Speaker Johnson. They like him and they see him as no threat. Uh, I hate to be brutally frank about this, but when he when he brought this deal up with Langford and he said he did, had not heard about it, is that a bald faced lie? It, it seems like one to me. I don't know how he can't lie about it or, or, or know about it, Steve, because I told him I said it's in the news every single day that this is something that you're negotiating. So I I can't comprehend how he doesn't know about it, um, which really concerns me. But yesterday or in the past few days, really, there have been meetings in and out of Speaker Johnson's office, and it's been with all parts of our conference. And everyone is walking out, not sure where he stands. Uh, Conservatives think he agrees with them. Moderates think that he agrees with them. But no one can say for certain where he stands on an issue. Uh, That's not something I can work with. I don't see that as leadership at all. Um, It is a huge concern of mine, and and I'm having a very difficult time with it. Let me ask you, you're heading out. You're one of President Trump's top surrogates. You're heading to Iowa in this blizzard, I think, tomorrow. You're going to be there all day with President – or as a surrogate for President Trump at the caucuses. Do you anticipate when you get back on Tuesday to, to the imperial capital there's going to be a firestorm on these topics? There better be a firestorm, and I'm, I'm certainly hoping there will be one, and I'll definitely be in the middle of it, Steve. Um, you know, as a, as a former executive running a construction company, uh, I, f- I feel at my best when I'm juggling a lot of balls in the air, and I'm really looking forward to getting back next week and being part of um, the pressure 
putting the pressure on. We cannot cave for this Senate deal that gives away our border security and basically is going to end up giving amnesty to millions of illegal aliens our country. We can't give $60 billion to Ukraine. That war needs to end and it needs to end immediately. We also have to stop the war machine in Washington. They want war with Iran. And that's something that seems to be building faster than any of us can understand while Lloyd Austin is in the hospital and President Biden doesn't know what's going on. Um, I'm very concerned about a lot of things, but we also have to keep our eyes on the weaponized government, Steve. I sent a letter to our governor, Brian Kemp, here in Georgia, and our attorney general, Chris Carr. I'm demanding a criminal investigation into Fannie Willis, the Fulton County DA, and her lover, Nathan Wade, for serious corruption and alleged crimes that they have committed. Um, we have to keep our eyes on the ball. Uh, there's, there's no time to stop and get distracted. We've got to work hard because this is, this is the year and everything is ramping up. You are juggling a lot of balls, and I want to just give it a compliment. Yesterday was heroic, historic, but I don't think people understand the pressure that you were under. Uh, Big Pharma put their muscle nonstop that they did not want this hearing to happen, Uh, not just with Democrats and MSNBC and all the media, but also on on the Republican side of the football, because let's be blunt, Big Pharma gives a lot of money. They have a lot of lobbyists. They have a lot of power. Just walk me through. People that are in the know in this were blown away about how organized it was, how good McCullough was, how's your open. Tell, just give us your thoughts on that and where are you going to take this? Well, thank you very much, Steve. You know, people are used to being told a lot of lies about me um, and they they haven't seen me in action yet. So I'm, I'm very grateful to you and to War Room uh, for showing the hearing yesterday. It was so important because there was a full media blackout on that hearing. And we know why. It's just as you said, Steve, you're absolutely right. Big Pharma doesn't want anyone to hear the powerful testimonies from those incredible doctors and experts, Dr. Cole, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Milhone. I mean, this is, a, we're, we're talking about a pathologist, a cardiologist and pediatric cardiologist. These men's testimonies were amazing. They blew my mind. And I'd also like to point out something different. The difference in what I heard when Dr. Fauci uh, was in our deposition earlier this week, remember it just happened this week, um, compared to their testimonies yesterday, these great doctors, the doctors yesterday constantly quoted and cited study after study, uh, uh, peer-reviewed papers in every single answer they gave. They gave complete evidence uh, proving their answers to be true, not just in their own words and their own professional experience, but peer-reviewed papers and studies proving that what they were saying was accurate. However, when Dr. Fauci was being questioned earlier this week on our COVID committee, he wasn't doing that. He was just answering the questions based on his own words and and basically his own um, or uh, maybe the fact that he thinks that he's God. So he talks from a level of authority, but he wasn't quoting peer reviewed papers. He was not quoting studies and proof uh, to prove what he was saying to be true is more like uttering the talking points that he's been giving us um, for, for, you know, over three years now. Um, so I, I'm so grateful uh, to those doctors and their courage 
to come in and speak with us at the committee and the hearing yesterday. And I definitely plan on doing more. I believe millions of people ha have been killed with these vaccines. Um, and the evidence was was displayed for everyone to hear yesterday. Okay, mtg.com is the book. You get the book MTG just came out with. It's from President Trump's publishing company. Uh, you're heading out to be a surrogate in the face of this blizzard tomorrow. How do people track you? What's the social media? Because you're going to be out there for two days in the run-up to the uh, to the all-important Iowa caucus. Uh, how do people follow you, uh, Congressman? Thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm on all social media, Truth Social, Rep MTG. Um, you, can, you can find my personal accounts and my congressional accounts. Um, but please stay tuned, you guys. We have got to fight for this country this year. The Uniparty is all, already ramping up. They have come, come public uh, with a pack to go against President Trump, and they're unnamed. They have no labels. This is a combination of Democrats and Republicans coming together and forming a, a massive, well-funded pact to go against President Trump. He, they fear him more than anyone um, and those of us that are supporting him. So we're going to need everyone's help. And out in Iowa, the weather's awful. Let's, let's take Iowa and win. We're also going to do a replay of this uh, event. Apples Back in our holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take, take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, you've got uh, naval combatants and a carrier battle group engaged in naval warfare in the Red Sea, protecting the Suez Canal. You now have a, uh, a victory in the, the Taiwanese elections that the Chinese Communist Party says is between war and peace. And the Taiwanese people have chosen freedom but that may lead to kinetic war in the South China Sea and uh, around maybe a blockade in Taiwan. Uh, you have more activity in, in Gaza and uh, Judea, Samaria uh, today of combat there. You've got incre increased uh, combat in the frozen uh, front like World War I between uh, Ukraine and Russia. You've got uh, the populist legislators under arrest in Poland You've got the threat of taking down the anti-immigration alternative for Deutschland and Germany. We have in London, which is not being reported, only the Guardian put up, I think, 100,000 Sharia supremacists, pro-Palestinian, uh, massive protests in, in London. I mean, the scale of it is, is mind-boggling. And you have not only an invasion of the southern border of the United States, the Republican Senate is cutting a deal 
that would codify it and exacerbate it. I'm not making this up. We're talking about shutting the border. They're talking about allowing to codify the invasion and give all the invaders immediate work permits. On top of that, the Federal Reserve just announced yesterday that 500, uh, the first quarter had a $500 billion uh, deficit, it means we'll have a $2 trillion deficit this year. And, uh, and oh, by the way, the Fed lost $113 billion on their bond portfolio of U.S. securities. Philip Patrick, I've been around a lot longer than you. And I was, at, uh, I was a naval officer during the height of the Cold War, or in the, in the, right before President Reagan came in and then with President Reagan. Um, I've never seen it like this. I, the world is the most turbulent I've ever seen it in every aspect of the world. I, those are five or six I named on top of my head. If I wanted to do a definitive list, it would take 30 minutes, and it would cover every corner of the world. Your, your thoughts, brother? I mean, you're absolutely right. The U.S. right now uh, are being stretched thin. We're fighting, we're fighting wars, like you said, in the Middle East. We're, we're arming the Ukrainians. We may have things heat up now with 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 china in taiwan although the response from the u.s so far has been been very muted which i think is telling and then you bring it back to domestic politics right and uh, speaker of the house mike johnson cutting a spending deal for 1.66 trillion dollar discretionary budget and like you said we're going to add about two trillion dollars to the debt this year alone it's absurd, right? We were supposed to, this is a plan that Johnson himself doesn't even appear to be a fan of saying that it doesn't cut spending as much as many of us would like, yet he pushed the proposal forward. And and this is a guy that's now very excited about a $6.1 billion cut to pandemic funding, which is one third of 1% of the discretionary budget. This is something we're supposed to be celebrating. It's an absolute mess globally, but more important domestically as well. And I think it limits our ability to fight these wars and, and to do what we have to do internationally. So the situation is, is a disaster, Stephen. It's getting worse and worse every day. So the congressmen we have on here, these people from, from even some of the young backbenchers we have on here, I talked to them beforehand. And one of the things I've been asking, I said, because they've all gone in, in, in these groups and had meetings with Johnson, I said, in the meeting themselves, you guys do talk about the fact that it's not just a two trillion that we've added two point six trillion since you cut the deal in May and in June on the budget, two point six trillion. It's gonna be another two trillion this year, but it's gonna be another two trillion next year and the year after and the year after unless something dramatic happens. And I said, Is that part of the conversation? And they go, No, that never gets mentioned. They just talk about the these little marginal things. I said, It is the uniparty and and t- think about McConnell. He calls Rosemary Jinks up to shut her up because she's talking about the codification of the invasion. At the same time, he's sitting there talking about another $80 billion to Ukraine. Brother, gold has been a hedge for mankind's uh, the turbulence in the world for 5,000 years. Will it be a hedge now, given that this, this uh, turbulence is mainly self-driven by the Uniparty and the American elites. That's what's so crazy about this. This could be so turned around relatively quickly if you had real leadership in there that believed in the nation and not was a bunch of Uniparty globalists, sir. Look, the fact that nobody's talking about debt mounting up longer term means that nobody's looking past the next election. And I think that 
is the biggest problem that we have. But, you know, you've got to question why on earth are we spending this money, right? We're talking about World War II red alert levels of spending, and there's no reason for it. I read the president's budgets, about 180 pages, and you know what the priorities appear to be? He talks about growing the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Right. I, I, what does that even mean? He talks about delivering progress across America. Apparently, that's what they call infrastructure spending on, on Capitol Hill these days. This is not an agenda. This is at best a mediocre sales pitch. It sounds like taglines put together by some White House intern. Overall, it's a transparent ploy to desperately buy votes uh, by to buy desperately needed votes, by the way, and to do it with taxpayer money, to do it with our money. Now, we've talked about this a lot, and I am really struggling to cheer this ongoing fiscal apocalypse. What we've needed for a long time is a handful of patriots in positions of power who understand economics. And we thought for a moment that Johnson could be that guy, right? He was popular, well-liked amongst his Republican colleagues, not another swamp creature. We thought this was going to be someone that could draw a line in the sand and say no more. But as soon as he's made Speaker of the House, the guy turns into to Neville Chamberlain, just like McCarthy before him. Um, it's nonsense, right? I, what I'm struggling to understand is what are we so afraid of? What, what is the GOP so afraid of? Rocking the boat in an election year? More so than mortgaging the next three generations of American citizens? We've been playing this game of chicken with the Democrats, and, and we've been losing. You know, we talk about shutting down the government. Maybe that's what we need to do, right? What would be so bad? Some government workers wouldn't get paid for a while. Look, I think it was worse if it was me for sure, but there's got to be some sacrifice, right? Another debt downgrade. We were downgraded back in August and we survived. Ultimately, what we need is short-term sacrifice for long long-term prosperity. And I don't think anybody's willing to make that choice anymore, but the stakes have never been higher than they are today, as you know. So, yeah. It's, look, the fiscal, the fiscal, the fiscal malfeasance and irresponsibility, the fiscal is now topped by the monetary. You saw the inflation kick back up here, say, and the Fed still yep. said, hey, I think we're on some cuts. They're doing that to defeat Trump. They just reported a $113 billion loss on their bond portfolio. The guys that have access to unlimited fiat currency can't even make money that way. But the BRICS are sending you the signal. Even the BRICS that are supposed to be our allies, like the Saudis, we're, we're in the Red Sea to protect the Saudis. They can't take care of the Houthis themselves. They're coming out and saying they're part of the BRICS. The BRICS de-dollarization movement, is it not the tell that the world's, the world's sitting there going, hey, maybe Philip Patrick and Bannon and the War Room Posse and the Deplorables and Maginot, maybe they have to take it because the U.S. citizens, but we don't. Isn't the BRICS buying gold at record rates, those central banks buying gold at record rates, where the Federal Reserve continues to print unlimited fee on currency to cover these deficits and is working away on a central bank digital currency. Isn't that the tell that the BRICS understand this? Say, hey, we're out. We're, we, it ain't going to happen tomorrow, but we're working on getting out of this thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and look at the timing of it. They know what they're doing. These guys are smart. As as we've said before, they, they went to our institutions. They know what they're doing. They are de-dollarizing and they're de-dollarizing at a time when the, when the U- U.S. Federal Reserve is increasing supply, right? Currency is like anything else. Value is dictated by supply and demand. We've increased supply de- dr- drastically. They are now reducing demand globally. And the reality is, it makes sense for them, right? It's not good for us, right? But if you look without a US-centric mindset, it makes sense for them for two reasons. One, financially, right? While the dollar has lost 17% purchasing power since the pandemic, gold is up significantly in that time period. Secondly, by holding US debt, they strengthen the dollar. We wrap it up as a stick and we beat them with it. And I think they're now looking at each other saying, why are we doing this? It doesn't make sense. We're being outsmarted. And if it continues, there's no stopping this train. If this audience is successful, and I think we will be, it's blocking one more penny to the oligarchs in, in Ukraine to money launder. Um, this radical idea, and they talk about us being the agents of chaos, this idea of the Biden regime to convert the – they've already frozen the Russian holdings, which are in T-bills and, and, and treasuries and treasury notes and bonds. But they then convert it to dollars and give the $300 billion to the Ukrainians. Will that essentially break the system? Will that be a, a just a flood to the door that guys are saying, hey, if they can do that to the, to, the, to the KGB, they can do it to me. So I can't hold – I can't hold U.S. security. I can't hold dollars anymore. I got to get out of this. Assets become liabilities, and and there's many countries around the world looking at their dollar holdings saying, if it happened to Russia, it can happen to us. And that's a very dangerous mindset when you're you're in the position we are with demand waning for the dollar. You know, as demand continues to wane, the debt that we hold starts to become unsustainable. They can kill us from the inside out, and our politicians are playing the game as well. So without a change, and that's why, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene threatening Johnson in his office last night. We need characters like that who, like I said before, are willing to draw a line in the sand and do what's right for the long-term prospects of America. I I think the big thing, I said it before and I'll say it again, we need politicians that start to look beyond the next election and we don't have them at the moment in positions of power. Give our audience, uh, we say gold's been a hedge and precious metals been a hedge. What do we mean by that? It's been a hedge for 5,000 years. What does that mean in today's world? Look, gold is an asset that is that has always held its buying power. In an era where currency is losing buying power every day, gold just doesn't do that, right? And you can go back, and I, I use an extreme example all the time. In biblical times, one ounce of gold would buy 400 loaves of bread. Today at $5 a a loaf, it buys 400 loaves of bread. So this is an asset that for thousands of years have held on to buying power. Fiat currencies have always lost over time. That's why gold today is so important, and particularly in a climate where we're seeing currency increase at a level we've never seen. We're seeing inflation raging, and we're seeing a world run from the dollar. These are the times you buy gold. And for the last two years, 23 and 22, central governments have bought more gold than any other years in history. That alone is a very telling signal. And I think we always follow the smart money, and there is not much smarter money than central bank money. Uh, Philip, can you hang on for a second? I want to 
I want to hold you to the break. I get a couple more questions on the other side. Uh, Philip, I just want to announce Philip and I are working on the, um, oh, I want to go back to the, about the fiat currency and the, and the, and the gold. Remember, most of this happened to the United States, the fiat currency, when what happened? When Nixon took, Nixon eventually took us off the convertibility of gold of the dollar in 1971 over a weekend. With, I'm still looking for, we did the, the fourth installment of the end of the dollar empire. I'm still looking for, uh, the, the analytics they used. I don't see the, I don't see the financial models they ran when they did that, that, that amazing thing. One thing we did find in our research is just a temporary executive order, emergency executive order. The reason they did that, they didn't want to get an opinion from OLC over Treasury because I don't, or excuse me, the Attorney General's office because I don't think they could. That's how gun deck the system was. We actually are doing a fifth installment on the end of the dollar empire that you've got to read. Philip and I are working on it, but we've made a determination that we're very quickly going to update the third free installment, the debt trap, so that you have more. Uh, more relevant and topical numbers of now so that you can get up the learning curve and be more effective in talking to your congressman. Short break, Philip Patrick. True or false? Using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. Donewithdebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt. And that debt will take years to pay off, if you pay it off at all. Done with Debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer. And taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done with Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal. Solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first, chat with a done with debt strategist and explore your solutions. Some debt fighting strategies are time sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. The greatest concentration of nutrients is in beef liver. Uh, SacredHumanHealth.com. Go check it out. Immerse yourself in the information of grass-fed beef liver. Drop the habit of these uh, artificial synthetic multivitamins and get to the real deal, the real thing itself. Go to uh, SacredHumanHealth.com and check out the grass-fed beef liver. Vitamin A, B12, D, plus so much more. For your brain, your heart, your immunity system, go check it out today. Sacred Health, sacredhumanhealth.com. Go check it out. So, uh, Philip Patrick, uh, Krugman's been coming after us. He says uh, Trump's about to attack the Fed, and then he's talking about the MAGA policies. He's got two big pieces. I'm going to have you back up this week to talk about it. But what I want to make sure the audience, particularly over this weekend, in this frozen weekend here in the United States, uh, I want people learning the entire weekend. One thing I want them to learn about uh, and to understand more is uh, Birch Gold and what you guys have to offer, particularly in walking people through why precious metals is a hedge against times of turbulence. Where, where do they go to get the information and how they talk to your great team over there? 
So it's very simple uh, for your viewers. It's it's birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. Again, birchgold.com slash Bannon. That's going to get them not only access to information guides on, on precious metals, why they're so important in climates like this. They'll also have access to people like myself that can guide them through. And of course, the wonderful end of the dollar empire series written by yourself, Steve. So birchgold.com forward slash Bannon, get the information and start there. Written, uh, written, but with my wingman, Philip Patrick, and his analytical <laughs> team, we're Birch Gold, incredible. And, and what we're doing is we're updating the third free installment, The Debt Trap, with more current numbers from when we published it about uh, nine months ago to, for this fight because we got to man the ramparts. This is the fight we've wanted. This is the fight the country needs, and somebody's got to st- stand up for future generations. And not just that, everybody under 35 is being crushed right now. Philip, thank you so much, brother, for taking time away on a Saturday to join us here. Look forward to seeing you next week as we take on the Nobel Prize winner, uh, Dr. Krugman, about the Federal Reserve, our favorite, our favorite apparatus. A Federal Reserve has just announced it lost $113 billion on its government securities portfolio. <laughs> Philip, how do you, I don't know. Guys that have access to unlimited fiat currency, how do you lose $113 billion is besides, uh, beyond me. But thank you for doing it, Philip. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Philip's also up at uh, Getter, which is also free, the application. I'm up all weekend. I'm putting stuff up. In fact, i got a bunch of stories. I'm going to do analysis as soon as the show's over. Uh, we are going to be covering and following President, President Trump's not going to get to Iowa because it's too frozen. I think he's still got one uh, one event. It's still in the books. I haven't seen anything cancel that. But he's going to be doing teletown halls, and he's putting up stuff nonstop on truth, et cetera. He's going to be talking to people. But uh, that man, uh, John Fredericks and the team out there, they are stuck in the middle of something. It's minus, I don't know, 24 degrees, blizzard, et cetera. So uh, very difficult, but we're going to be wall-to-wall on Iowa over the weekend and this course on Monday. Um, Chris Hoar, Chris from Satellite Phone, you didn't have enough time. The audience loved it, but I want you to come back today and to spend another minute or two. What happened in Maui? Because, you know, even we know folks and pe- folks in the war and posse went out there to try to help. There still hasn't been a full explanation of exactly what the hell went on. But tell me that story about the guy with the satellite phone. Yes, yeah, Steve, it was an incredible story. It was uh, the gentleman's name was Mark Boatger, and he was the head of security um, and safety for the Maui Ocean Club Resort. And this gentleman was the only one on the west side of Maui who actually had access to a satellite phone. And because of that, uh, the cell service was all down, the power was gone, uh, but he was able to speak to the governor and keep over 14,000 people off the road. Many of them uh, would have definitely died. Um, He was able to communicate with the governor about uh, getting a fire break uh, around the resort and also keeping people in the hotels, which definitely saved their lives. And Steve, these phones, uh, the phone that he had is the same one that we have at sat123.com. And uh, we're giving away today with uh, with activation a free free sat phone, uh, a free Pelican case and a free Faraday bag. It's at sat123.com, or you can call us at 941 It's 941-955-1020. But this one gentleman was able to save countless lives, thousands of lives, because he had a satellite phone and because the governor uh, was able to get one where she was on the other side of the island. But without that communication, Steve, uh, God knows how many more people would have died. Obviously, it was a horrendous situation. 
but he had that phone and he saved countless lives. Chris, I just want to make sure too, for the audience, because you, you do these specials for us. Um, about the minutes, the minutes roll over also, right? You you do this, you get a free, you get a free phone if you if you cut it on and pay the, the 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 charge for the minutes. But if you don't use the minutes, they roll over, correct? That's right. Yeah, Steve. For ninety nine, you're paying ninety nine bucks a month. You get a hundred free minutes, and those do roll over uh, if um, if you don't use them. So if you don't use them for six months, you're going to have six hundred minutes uh, to use without any extra cost. And so that is vital. And we can also get you a U.S. phone number that looks like a regular cell phone number that you can give to your friends, family, and colleagues, and they can dial that and be connected right through to your sat phone so they don't know, need to know anything Perfect. more than usual. Again, uh, we have a lot of videos up at sat123.com of how this all works, or give us a call, 941-955-1020. But Steve, this is the best example we've ever had of just how important satellite phones are. You know, the only person yep. on that island saved that many lives because of these phones. When these system, when the systems go down, your cell phone is going to go down. That's why you need it. Uh, thank you very much, Chris Hoare, for taking time away on Saturday to join us. Thank you, Steve. Okay, okay, folks, we've got a lot of work to do over the weekend. It's frozen in Iowa. We're going to be putting stuff up all weekend on my Getter account. Make sure you go there. Uh, Grace Chung also every now and again is reposted on her Twitter account. Make sure you look at the entire team. Um, of course, wall-to-wall coverage of the caucuses on uh, on Monday. We'll have people there in the field. We'll be talking to some of the Real America's Voice team, all of it. The caucuses start at 7 as soon as our show's uh, over uh, in the afternoon. So make sure. And plus, we've got so much more. There's there's kinetic conflict all over the place, protests all over the place, invasions all over the place. We're putting stuff up all weekend. Uh, we're going to man the ramparts on a Monday because this fight over the budget is going to be as nasty as you've ever seen. It's got to happen. It's a fight we want. It's a fight we need. a fight we have to have. Also, Langford, particularly folks in Oklahoma, you ought to call him up this weekend. At his, leave the messages. Email it. The disappointment with a guy like this is, you know, unfathomable. You see the details, and that's where we'll get the Washington Times story up. It's just not acceptable, unsatisfactory. Okay, we'll see you back here Monday morning, live, 10 a.m. See you then in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. All of it affects our heart. 
A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.